This is Heroes Home Base Podcast, episode 15. Hey guys, this is Mark. This is Rob. Hey, this is Rich. And uh, let's welcome back our epic favorite show quitter herself, Kim. Hello. Hello, Kim. Woo! Hi, Kim. Welcome back. Thank you. So, guys, what's going on? Are we all quarantined in our uh, quarantined in our house? Yes, and and so funny because as I'm looking at the time right now, I would have about an hour ago, I would have landed back in New York from the Emerald City Comic Con, but it got canceled due to the coronavirus. Have you and got I, any uh, updates on that when they're going to reschedule it, or you know, everybody they, in the United States is pretty much on hold right now? They rescheduled it for August 20th through the 23rd. Okay. Dang. So, you know, I, I, I still want to go, not just for myself, but for us, you know, to travel to a different con and see what a con is like there. You know, we've done NYCC for many years and we've done cons in Ohio. I wanted to see what it's like on the Northwest region of the United States. I, I just wanted to do that for us, you know, and um, I'm, I still look forward to going. It sucks that it get postponed, but, you know, they're working at a way for us to move our tickets to that date. So I'm going to keep a hold of my ticket and keep my fingers crossed. What so, about your flight? Did you get that all worked out? I did not. And God I did damn. not get my money back. And I don't want to talk about it. Oh, that really <laughs> sucked. Yes. Ugh, sorry. But well, you, did, you did hang on to your con tickets? Like you didn't refund those because they'll be good at the, the new scheduled date? Yeah, so I have to re-raise the instructions on the website, but they're saying that you can either opt for a refund or you can transfer it to that date. So I have to look into that. Um, also, but, you know, I still bought my ticket to Denver, um, where I'm going in May, so I can go to Mile High Comics. So oh, that's yeah. something that you guys can look up for, you you listeners can look forward to in the next coming months. So I, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed that I can still take that trip. It's still the world's biggest comic store, right? Largest in the nation. <laughs> I'd say the world but, at that. Yeah. Well, but while I've been quote-unquote quarantined, I have been reading graphic novels where there's no pictures except for the picture on the of each chapter. Rich will um, be out. Oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> I agree, Rich needs pictures. Are there any pictures? Oh, Come on. I can't read it then. There's no pictures. Well, graphic novels of Iron Man um, by author Greg Cox, who did an X-Men Avengers trilogy called The Gamma Quest. It was a course of three books. And I really, to be honest with you, as much as I love comics, I'm really loving these graphic novels because it you have to create the pictures in your head. You know what I'm saying? As you're reading this. And this the guy that was hosting a panel that you wanted an autograph from? Yeah. And I could have met him and I should have waited, but I didn't. I really should have, but I mean, he, he's just a great writer. So and these aren't this, graphic novels; they're just regular novels. They're just right, right. They're regular novels, okay. and yeah, you're right. They're regular novels, and um, this particular story is an Iron Man story where he teams up with the Black Panther and Captain America to fight um, AIM. AIM stands for I, I Advanced Idea Mechanics, and they're Are just these a stories from the comics that he's just no. digging deeper, or they're just totally original. Totally original. That's sweet. It's awesome. I'm like so hooked on these books. Like I just, for the past two days, I just didn't even want to leave my house. I've been so lazy because I've just been glued to this book, just reading it. I can't put it down. I didn't even want to meal prep because I knew it was going to take away from me reading this book. And 
I just it, I've just been having you know such a great time reading these. So that's been the plus of all this quarantine business. Straight up fucking pandemonium out there, man. So what's going on with you, Rob? Um, I have been continuing to read Lock and Key. Uh, Did you get I through am... that? No, I have one more issue left. So it's actually really good. I'm probably gonna have to go back to Ogre and maybe pick up book uh, two and three. Um, still haven't watched any uh additional episodes on netflix but um i did start watching it since you recommended it when we were talking about it on the last episode i think i'm about five episodes in it's pretty no, good. i'm i'm still only two episodes in but uh yeah it's not it's not too bad um i'll probably binge it here shortly but i kind of want to get through the first book i don't want to get too far ahead in the show but uh that's been kind of my uh my quarantine uh regiment while uh also chasing my kids around the house so nice that's yeah that's i am officially two books done down on my alan moore uh swamp thing that i've got for my birthday so i got about what four more to go so i mean (laughs) alan moore is just alan moore that's all i can say about it um i'd highly recommend it but i wanted to touch on um the discussion we had last time about dandito getting fired from dc and uh, i was listening to one of my other podcasts and they brought up this uh article from Polygon, and it was DC Comics publisher Jim Lee responds to the sudden departure of partner Dan DiDio. So it says, as a spotlight panel at this week in Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo, DC Comics publisher Jim Lee spoke publicly for the first time since his fellow co-publisher Dan DiDio abruptly exited DC Comics on February 21st, also known as Fired. DC has been around for 85 years and will be around for another 85 years, Lee said, apparently responding to the rumors about his own future, according to a live blog published by Newsarama. Newsarama. Lee is also DC's chief creative officer. The actual strategy for DC is to put publishing at the center of what we do. He continued, it's the engine of all the movies, TV, cartoons that we do, and so it's my intent going forward as a publisher to lean into the collective years of experience of my team rest assured the company is in great hands officially dc comics has declined to give any statement on didio's departure since last friday he joined dc comics in january 2000 as a vice president of editorial and a writer on superboy and was promoted along with lee to co-publisher in 2010 One year later, under the pairing leadership, DC Comics launched The New 52, the company's first full continuity reboot since 86. The New 52 was famously controversial, but it affects on stories and on the market, but have largely passed the test of time. DiDio and Lee also helmed 2016's Rebirth. So, as of this article, Jim Lee is the sole publisher of DC Comics at this time. That's where we're at from a follow-up so gotcha kim have you quit any shows lately <laughs> no not that i can think of have you, have you started any new shows lately i mean i'm super wrapped up in the oxygen app with all their like true crime like killer confessions snapped <laughs> <laughs> you're watching oxygen is that what you said yep they have like the dateline true crime they have killer confessions i'm really immersed um we do have a follow-up email did you guys check that out all right, Terry McGinnis, right? Yep. 
Uh, all right, so this is from Antoine. He did promptly email us back on March 2nd. Uh, I said, uh, okay, guys, as promised, I did some research, and these are the top three guys that I think could pull it off. Josh um, Hutcherson, Zach Efron, or Will um, Poulter. I was also thinking Taylor Lautner, <laughs> but we already have enough Twilight in our Batman as it is LOL. I will agree with that. Um, I'm not seeing any um, Asian guys, Mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. Neither am I. I'm still going with uh, Glenn from The Walking Dead. I like yep. that. I like that pick. Kim, do you have any thoughts on uh, Terry McGinnis? I know you were a huge Batman Beyond animated fan. Literally never watched it. You would have quit it anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to follow up on your Batgirl picks because I already told this to Mark. I thought they were way too mainstream and I really hated them. Uh, you so hated I... my Emma Stone. Yep. Ugh, whatever. Which means she hates mine too. I just thought they couldn't really take over as that character. It would just be like Emma Stone doing cosplay to me. I just... <laughs> I'm with Kim on this one. I wasn't an Emma Stone Oh, fuck fan. you, man. You wanted... Your girl, Jennifer Lawrence. She hasn't done anything in like a year and a half. Way just too known. The one I picked was this chick from Team Wolf. Did Did you go, did you swing the pendulum way too far and we don't know who this fucking person is? She's in Teen Wolf. She's a redhead. Look her up. Look her up. If you don't see Barbara Gordon when you look at her, what's her name? What's What's her her name? It's Holland Roden. I completely agree with this pick. She's well, gorgeous, she and she, I totally see her as Batgirl. I'm all about the kick-ass redheads. All okay, right, well, yeah, I can see it. Absolutely. But she needs to be a little bit older. I don't want new 15 Batgirl. Or new <laughs> no, 52, I think new she's 15. probably like late 20s. Okay. Then she that could be a mature... And not new 15... I met New 52. <laughs> Sorry. She's 30. No, I agree, Kim. That's, that's a good choice. Rob, do you see her? All right. That's not a bad pick. Not bad. She was a banshee on the show, right? Wasn't that what she was? Yes, actually. And Kim quit this show as well. I quit that show. All right. So I know I brought up last time what I was reading currently. And uh, I've been, I've been, I still follow World's Greatest Comics. Um, Jeff, who does his. Tuesday night new release videos on Facebook. Yeah. And Mark, you know him very well. And there is like this crazy fucking pandemonium about Batman right now. And it kind of leads into what we've been discussing about Harley Quinn. So there is this new Joker sidekick that has just dropped and her name is Punchline. Okay. Yeah. And issue 89 is going crazy on eBay that I looked it up. It's going for anywhere for $100 to $70 to $50. And the site that I use, the comic book price guide site that I use, has it at like 20 bucks for an 8.0. And it, all it is is the first ever appearance of Punchline at the very end of the book. And our, uh, Jeff was saying in the video... This book is sold out. Everybody's jumping on the bandwagon. You know, you know, Jeff's a big preacher of pre-ordering and stuff like that. But apparently they're going nuts because this is the next Harley Quinn. So, yeah. 
That's what's going on. Punchline. That's Punch in your line. poll? Yes, I have it. First print. James Tinian is the writer, like I said. So it's the it's the new storyline after we talked about like Tom King was the writer for all the way to eighty one to eighty five and like I said last last time, thank God that shit's over. Anyway. So So is his on. theory is his theory that this is uh because of Birds of Prey that this is gaining some traction here or what? No, it's just it, people are jumping on the opportunity to have the first ever appearance of the next Harley Quinn in comics, I guess. That's what I'm thinking. We're back for the casting call part two. Uh, yeah, but first, uh, Kim, any more um, thoughts on um, the Batman casting? I actually did like a lot of your picks. Um, but my main issue was Batgirl because I just thought those actresses were way too mainstream. So I got to ask you, though, because I'm really curious. Who um, who would be your Mr. Freeze? Who did you guys narrow it down to? Uh, Sterling K. Brown. Oh, was, I, do. Uh... I, I don't want him to be Mr. Freeze because I really love him as Randall from This Is Us. Where he's just this really good person. So I don't really want to see him play a bad person. Yeah, but, but, but you quit that show. It was too melodramatic. I, I quit that show. <laughs> You that quit that before I did. Didn't he get his head chopped off in Supernatural? Yes. He was a vampire. Yeah, you gotta go out that way, I guess. Sadness. I mean, if you gotta be decapitated by, you know, Jensen Ackles, that's the way to go. Look at me! Look at me, bitch! So, yeah, I don't want to see him play a bad guy, although I do love him. So, just as long as it's not Schwarzenegger, Kim. Ugh. Ugh. You listened to the episode. Did you have a better Batman pick? I know you got a Nightwing pick. I don't have a Nightwing pick, and I feel <laughs> like I love that character so much. It, it would almost have to be an unknown for me. Yeah. You wouldn't go with Joseph Gordon Lovett? No. Man, give him a chance, Kim. I don't hate him, but I just feel like for that character, it's going to be someone from the like out of the woodwork. All right, so what was your thoughts on Dwayne Johnson as Bane? I actually kind of like that. I love The Rock. I do think he's someone that's inclined more to do like humorous type roles, but he can be a badass. And he's obviously built. We're going to definitely see what he's made of when he plays Black Adam. I don't really know anything about that character, but he's stoked about it because I follow him on Instagram and he is just so excited about it. So, yeah, I will be into that. All right, so casting call uh, part two. I think we should let Mark anchor this one since he's our uh, our resident MC Universe person. All right, so tonight we were thinking about doing casting call for X-Men, starting back to the X-Men movie that first came out in 2000. We were 15 years old. Um, what? Oh, yeah. What? I remember I went to a swim meet after we saw it in theaters. I think we were, what, freshmen in high school? Sophomores. Sophomores? Yeah. It was the summer 2000. I was in Mr. Simpson's class watching the trailer with Aaron Williams because I ran track that year. And we all freaked out because we were like, nobody else can play Professor X except for Patrick Stewart. And I remember seeing the trailer of (laughs) Hugh Jackman playing Wolverine, cutting off the tip of the uh, Statue of Liberty's crown. And I remember that trailer. So that's uh, I know exactly where I was, where exactly what I was doing when the trailer first dropped. And you can watch it online. So so I'm telling you right now, like I had 
the hardest time recasting Professor X because all I see is Patrick Stewart. I didn't recast it. I have it written down right here, Patrick Stewart. Oh, I no, I have a good it. pick for him. Okay. I so we're recasting X-Men from the original movie that came out in 2000. But if it were up to me, it would be under the MCU and not Brian Singer. Okay. The man who brought us Superman Returns. So I recasted the entire distribution production there. So bam. All right, <laughs> so Mark, well, do you want to take do you want to take the lead on this one? Okay, so for my pick for now hold so... on a second. Let's let's all make sure we're on the same page. We're just recasting who was in the original movie. So let's go over the characters before you start. So I got Cyclops, Jean Grey, Wolverine, Storm, Rogue, Professor X, Magneto, Sabretooth, and Mystique. Are we good with that? Because I didn't I didn't fucking care about Toad. Or... Yeah, I was I was anti Toad pick as well. I'm like I don't care about that picture about that character. Are we good with that? Are we good with that list? Yes. Do you have Do you have more or less? I have more. Who'd you have? Who's okay. missing from my list? I have Gambit. Well, he wasn't in the movie. Yeah, he wasn't in the first. Well, one. Okay, well I know I, I'm sorry. Totally feel was an oversight. Oh no shit! How do you not have Gambit in the first what movie? Beast. Yeah, beast. I didn't cast those people because they weren't in the movie, but okay. So here are my choices. So first, let's. Are we just, just gonna go one by one? Let's break it down. Yeah, we'll we'll go one by one, and then we'll cast this movie like we did last time, where we pick the best pick. Because I redid the story. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, we'll so there, there were additional characters. Right. Oh. Well, how about we just recast it based off of the cast members from the movie, and then you can talk about what story would happen. Okay, so um, for Professor X, I did not recast. I still have as Patrick Stewart. All right, and... Rich, what you got? Okay, so mine's a little out there, but I need you to bear with me. Mm-hmm. Picture it's Tobin Bell, the guy who played Jigsaw in the Saw movies. Mm-hmm. Picture him bald. Dude, he was one of my uh, Mr. Freeze choices when I was thinking about it. Can you think <laughs> Mark looks like he's about to throw up. No, because I'm not, it's just because I just, uh, I just associate him with being scary. But can you picture him? Um, yeah. Yeah, I can. You yeah, can't I can. picture him? Look up Saul. I, I picture him more of a Mr. Yeah, Freeze. That is a good tall. Mr. Freeze, actually. That's a very good Mr. Freeze. Did you bring that up last episode, Rob? I didn't. He didn't make my final cut. Jesus, no. man! Now I look like an idiot. But that's right. I liked. I I liked Sterling K. Brown, man. Sterling K. Brown's good for Mister Freeze, but I I I, I can see him as Professor X. I can see it, but he just needs to be. They just make can make him brighter and a little bit more happier. Okay. All right. So I went with uh, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Who the fuck is I, that? Uh, Malcolm <laughs> in the Middle. Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Okay. I'm just drawing a blank. Up. I'm sorry. I'm drawing a blank. I, th- I think he was up for um, a potential Lex Luthor character. but Okay. Okay, so for Professor X, I picked D.B. Woodside, which he's the guy from Lucifer that plays his brother. Mm. Do you guys know who that is? The good-looking black guy. Yes! He has this voice that is just so deep and like Wait, 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 wait. Wasn't he Palmer's brother in 24? Yes. Yes, yes he was. Palmer's brother. 
Yeah, that'd be nice. Okay. So, I don't know. I just picture Professor X as somebody that has a very calm... He'd be younger than your guys' pigs, but I do feel like he is, like, somebody that's very calming and stays mellow about things, and I just could so picture... He was, like, the first person that came to my mind. What? He looks good bald. <laughs> very important. And I just feel like his voice is calm, yet powerful, and I actually love that pick. All right, so... Who are we going with? D.B. Woodside. <laughs> oh, Tobin Bell it is. All right. Patches Stewart still. <laughs> I, mean, I guess. <laughs> I think Mark is disqualified because it's not a recast. No, well, man. I was going to go with Mark. I was going to go with Patrick. I, I, I just can't see anybody else taking the role. I mean, he's Professor X 280. No alterations, nothing. Like, let's just throw the 2000 movie in the garbage disposal and you still come away with Patrick Stewart. Yep. I'm, are we good with that? We're two on, we're two against two here. What, what I think we... you're, I think you're risking some residual, uh, just let's just say are... it never happened. Let's just say the movie never happened. All there right. I'm no uh, X-Men okay. movies. All right. Kim. DB Woodside. Okay. So it's two for Patrick. What do you got, Rob? Or are you going to jump on the Patrick? I, train? I, I said Patrick Stewart's fine. Okay, Kim, you lose. There's two people. There's two people in this thing that I did not recast. Who? Professor X, I did not recast, and Cyclops, I did not recast. Oh. Dude, I really struggled with Cyclops because you did say on last episode that you loved James Marsden, and I 100% agree with that. I loved him, and the first time we saw this movie, I was like, bam, that's Cyclops. I thought he. I got a better pick. Was real I, got a better pick. I thought I, I got a better pick this time too. I did recast okay, it, but I struggled. Okay, okay Mark, you're you're okay. taking the you're taking the helm on this one. So who's our next? Okay, so the next. Okay, so I have for Beast. I have Idris Elba. Okay, right, you're the only one. You won. <laughs> I didn't have that character, so you're going off the characters that because Beast wasn't in the first I, movie. I want to be in. <laughs> I agree. I do think it's a good pick. <laughs> All right, so go with Cyclops, Mark. Who's your Cyclops? James Marsden. Rob. Um, I went with um, um, John um Krasinski. Ooh, damn, that's a good one. That's a decent one. I I didn't think that's... too much of him as an action hero until I watched the um, fuck the Amazon. Jack Ryan stuff, and he He's could pull this. Sh- he could pull this shit off, man. I think he's he tall. Man. No, man, I, I still have him as my Reed Richards. Him and Emily Blunt. Well, we're not recasting <sighs> Reed Richards. I know. <laughs> <laughs> a man can dream, can he? About a well, future Fantastic Four movie. Because okay, remember, you know, back in '98, that was Cyclops the greatest also. book that was coming out from the Marvel universe. Okay. I got a good cast for for Cyclops. I can also pull it off that has that same look. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I say mine first? Okay, go ahead. Chris Pine. <laughs> oh, that was gonna be my pick. Yeah, See, I knew it. I knew it. That's a good pick. Picks. Shit. What? Two picks. I'm I'm losing one. this. That's what. The first one was Matt Bomer. Boner? Okay, yes, yes, that's a good one too, he has Kim. He real chiseled dark, like, he was dark magic hair, Mike. chiseled jawline. He's yummy. But then when I looked at like the rest of my cast, I thought maybe he was a little too old for where I was taking it. So then I also picked Theo James from the like Divergent movies. 
Oh yeah. yeah. I feel He's like delicious. he could work. Yeah. Chris Pine. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good uh, one. Chris Pine is a good one. Rob looks All right. so defeated. All right. So I you I'm got Pee Wee Herman. Chris... No, I'm good with Chris Pine. <laughs> now I'm thinking, you know, if we're gonna be thrown in some <laughs> the Sphinx, you fucker. I'm wondering if um Mr. Uh, is mutant. Ah! Who are you going with, Rob? What's the plural of nemesis? Nemesis. Okay. Chris Pine's fine. I'm just wondering if um John would be good as maybe Gambit or something. I could see that. I feel like it's a it's a wasted pick. He's Reed Richards. Okay, so Mark, for my... going with... Mark, are you going to go with Chris Pine with me? I'm going to go with Chris Pine. All right, that's the winner. All right, who's next? Storm. Okay, let's go with Storm. I have Carrie Washington. What's she from? Scandal or whatever? Yeah, Scandal. Rob, who you got? Um, I went with um, Rosario Dawson. She was kick-ass in Sin City. Yeah, I thought about her, too. I have Zoe Zeldana. She's too mainstream. <laughs> she already played a Marvel character. Okay, I can see Zoe Zeldana. She's an avatar. Kim, who's your pick? Um, I picked Kat Graham. She's the witch in Vampire Diaries. She's gorgeous. <laughs> you didn't even Google her. I'm Look just... her up. Teen Wolf Vampire Diaries. Look her up. I, I quit Vampire Diaries. <laughs> Of course you do. <laughs> Taremo, man. Who is it? Oh, she like Cat Graham, Cat with a K. She's a witch. She gets taken over by these spells. Sometimes she gets possessed, and so I could just like see her eyes going all white. And she and I have the same birthday. We'll see. It's meant to be <laughs> September fifth, nineteen eighty nine. I'm five years older than we have the same birthday. See, she's really pretty. It's not a bad pick. Who's it gonna be? Well, since mine is too mainstream, I'll just take it off the fucking list. You can join my camp, Rich. Who'd you pick? We know we know Dawson can make it. She's done the she's done the Marvel TV shows and the voice of Batgirl in Lego Batman. So yeah, too much. What's too much? She's already done too many other characters. Um, I'll go with Zoe Zeladana. That's a good yeah. I'll go with that. I just took it off the table, I thought. Oh, you did? <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear it. Kim was just cutting my, my pick in half. All right, so we'll keep Carrie Washington then. Uh, so we're all in our own camp still? Yeah. Yeah. Screw you guys, I ain't moving. I'm not either. All right, I'm going to this. What'd you say? I'm not either, so let's go. <laughs> All right, we'll come back to uh, Storm. All right. Well, no, we're sleep. gonna hash this out right now. Who's 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 uh? Oh, we're who's gonna going have a debate to... now. All right. Zoe Zeldana, God damn it! There's my I debate. Feel like you should leave it up to the listeners. So my Magneto is really good. Are you going with Magneto now? Yeah. All right. Who's your Magneto? Liam Neeson. Okay. Two mainstream. Uh, no. No. I'm I'm a little bitch right now because I'm going mainstream. I'm going Sean Bean for this one. Sean Bean, who is? Let me look him up. Who's that? What? Sean with an H. Look at everything. S E A N. 
Boromir from Lord of the Rings, Mr. Stark from Game of Thrones. Ned. Ned. Mr. Stark, whatever the fuck. Ned. Is his name Ted? What is that? Uh, no, no, no. He's too young and too... No. My pick oh, is, uh, my pick is Ian Glenn. He was in Game of Thrones, and he's also Bruce Wayne in Titans. Oh, that's a good one. Boom! Winner! Sir Jorah? Sir Jorah. Ooh, I loved him. Yes, yeah, it's a Magneto. good one. That's a good one. I'll be honest that's with you, one. he would make an amazing Ray Shao Ghoul. Oh, absolutely. My pick for Magneto... Rob, shh, is Ian Bowen from Teen Wolf. <laughs> oh my god. He played somebody's uncle, and he was like a bad guy, but somebody that kind of towed the line and helped them out a couple, and so I feel like that's how Magneto is, and so he came to mind. He's 43. I can see it. You I like... even look him up, Rob. Maybe you should watch I don't like Teen Wolf. Game. I'm too busy watching Lock and Key. <laughs> I like my pick, Ian Glenn. Yeah, that's I'm going to go with really I'm like going to go with Mr. Glenn. Boom! Joining Rich's crew here. Who do we have for Rogue? All right. So, I, this one was ahead. hard because I thought Rogue in the movie was a real mashup of Rogue Jubilee. and Jubilee, yeah. and yeah. I hated that. So, Mark, who's your Rogue pick? You're the you're the foundation of this one. My Rogue is a little bit older, a little bit more mature. Is um is uh Charisse the Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. Charlize, yeah. Jesus, bro, that's like Jean Grey, bro. <laughs> bro, I went with her for Mystique, actually. Okay, that works. But I'm choosing. But my rogue is a little bit more old, a little bit more mature. The story rogue would be different. Like the youngest X Men member, isn't she? No, I said, Jubilee. No. Jubilee is, I thought. She yeah. wore that yellow plastic raincoat, like trench coat. <laughs> she just started the ninth grade. She fried the VCR, guys. Rob, who's your rogue? My rogue, I went the opposite direction of Mark, and I went with so did uh, I. Natalia Dreyer from um, Stranger Things. You guys were way young. I went with Natalie Dormer from The Hold Tudor. on, don't skip me. What are we thinking here? Well, I thought it sucked, so I moved on. That's a good pick, Kim. Well, I don't know. None of y'all both mentioned <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, you know how to I don't know. Charlene. Char. Char. Where's Char? Can Char come? <laughs> Would the real Char stand up, please? It's Charlene. <laughs> I didn't know her name. Char. Aaron. Charlie. He said share Aaron. Oh, God. Charlize Theron? Charlize. Charlize is their own, okay? So, wait. You thought um, Natalia uh, Dreyer would be bad? Dyer, sorry. Yeah, she's too young. And too is short. That, and too is that skinny. Nancy? Yes, Nancy. Okay. And yours was Natalie Dormer? Mm-hmm. I like From the that. Tudors in Game of Thrones? I like that pick. Look up mine, fellas. Mine is Britt Robinson. Robertson? Yes, Robertson. B-R-I-T-T, Robert. I didn't know that. She's all right. The hell is she in? Not Team Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. 
I could definitely see Natalie Dormer with like a southern accent, like Rose got. Oh, sugar, give me some fucking tea. I'm going to go with Natalie Dormer. So we got two. Mark's pissed because Char isn't going to be the winner. Charlene. I'll go, with, I'll, go with, I'll go with Natalie. Boom. Okay. Who's our next candidate of the X Men? Um, let's see. Sabretooth? Oh, I'm definitely fucking winning this one. I don't know, man. Who'd you guys pick? You start, I picked. Sir. No, you start. no, I want you to start. No. I want you to start it. No. Okay, Rich's pick, and the winner of this one is Charlie Hoonan from Sons of Anarchy. Uh, he was in my top three. Oh, fuck off. That's the winner, damn it. Dude, he ain't built for shit. Are Charlie... you kidding me? What's his name? Charlie Hoonan. He's ripped, dude. Oh, he's ripped. Could you he's... picture him with his long blonde hair? Saber tooth. He's, sk- he's skinny ripped. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Mark likes my pick. But, I mean, no, I'm just saying, like, I know oh. who he is. <laughs> 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 I mean, I wouldn't make him waffles or anything. Shit. So I, mean, I, went, I would. All right. So I went the. I, went I, I took one from the other team and I went with uh, Jason Momoa. Yeah. Mr. Aquaman. Wouldn't have to bleach Charlie's. I picked Alexander Skarsgård. Fuck's he in? True Blood. He was in like that Tarzan remake. Yeah, skip that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he played what's Billy's his name? Eric. Oh yeah, he played Eric. Yeah, okay. He look he he would play a good um, um, Silver Surfer. He's real tall, I think. All right, so who's gonna win Sabretooth? Mark, who's your pick? You didn't even say anything. Um, I was gonna go with Tom Hardy. Ugh, he's in the Venom movie. Ugh. He's kind of short though, isn't he? Is a Tom Hardy really short? I don't know. He's not I very tall. Like the Venom movie. Wow, are we really at a four four way pass here again? I, I like Charlie Hoonan. Uh oh, we got two for Charlie. Uh-oh. For God's sake, man, I'm ringing in the wins here, Mark. Um, you know you want you some Jason. Come on. Oh, pfft. it's Aquaman. And this is before Aquaman, correct? Right, right, right. Okay, I'll go with I'll go, I'll go with uh, Jason Momoa. Right. Oh, for right. fuck's sake! That's right. He's not gonna dye his hair. So we're a two-two split here. That's right. Yes, we are. <clears throat> well, as you pre- as you previously stated, we got to hash this thing out. Well, you know, then your wife said, "Let the listeners decide." Are we really going with another open person? I I think that's kind of crap. It's saber tooth. Main main character. That's right. We should be able to hash this out and go with Jason Momoa. Uh, he's too mainstream now. Words from Rob himself. Too mainstream. I think he was quoting me. <laughs> <laughs> I just said in the and I'm gonna sound like a bitch because I've already named several mainstream people. Let the listeners decide. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. Let's see who else do we have. Jean Grey. See now I'm terrified to tell you my pick because I because too mainstream. No. <laughs> Mark, who's your Jean Grey? This one. Charlize Theron. No. <laughs> This one I had a hard time with. Um, I couldn't really think of the girl, and I couldn't remember her name. The girl who played the daughter in Watchmen. Oh, Mila uh, Ackerman? No, no, no. From the couple's yeah, retreat. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no. In the that's movie. Mila I mean, that's Mila Ackerman. 
her and the girl who plays Dove in Titans. Oh yeah, that's a good pick. She, I, that's my who I'm going with. The girl who played Dove in Titans. Anyway, that's my pick. It's better than everybody. So, <laughs> Minka Kelly. Yeah, her. That's a good pick. Like yeah, mine, mine is better than everybody. So. Well, mine was Emily Clark. Who was that? Mm. Emily Clark from Game of Thrones. Amelia, Emily, Clark, whatever the fuck. Right. Um, well, I'm gonna go with Rich's pick because I uh, I figured mine would actually be a better of uh, like Jubilee, so we'll go with Rich's. Who'd you pick? Um, well, I went way too young. I went with um Millie Brown or Bobby Brown. Oh yeah, she's young. She kind of she kind of already has that stuff with Stranger Things, but she could probably be a good um Jubilee. She's too young to play the character. I went. Pretty young. I picked the chick from Riverdale, uh, Madeline Patesh. I think that's how you say it. The, the uh, what's her name? She, on the show, she has the red hair, right? Yep. Yeah, I love Riverdale. Such a good show. Mm-hmm. All right, so Amelia Clark as Jean Grey. All right. No, uh, <laughs> Mika Kelly. Yeah, she's really the best one ever. Everybody, I already know I'm about to win this one. So. <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't have gone because say, now it's just breaking down to like two and two. It's Mika Kelly. You're so saving, you're saving Marco because Mark usually loses, right? What are you talking <laughs> about? Just twins. Amelia Clark. Boom. Do you, can you even picture her, Mark? No. No? It's Jean Grey. All right. We hashing this out or are we settling? Mika Kelly is hot. All right, Mark. I'll go with yours. It works. Thank Rob, you. do you know who he's talking about? I uh, sure don't. Look her up. Look up Titans. Dove. Uh, I could see it. I could see it. What was she in? She was in Parenthood. Wasn't she like the tutor that yes. uh, What's-His-Name yes. was hitting on? Yes. Dak. Dak Shepard. That's a good right. pick. We'll That's go with good. it. That is a good it's pick. Fine. Mr. Mazik. Uh, who do we have for another villain? I have a uh, in this movie. Mystique. We haven't done Mystique yet. Mystique. I already told you my pick for that. Charlize Theron. Yes. Mine is Danielle Panabaker from The Flash, Caitlin Snow, Killer Frost. Mine is Mark just glances right over that. Um I can see it. I just see it because she's when she's Killer Frost, I could just see her being a villain. I like it. Mine is Katie Cassidy. Wow, man, you love you some Katie Cassidy. I do love me some Katie Cassidy. Well, I since she lost it. last episode, I'll go ahead and give you that one. I haven't okay. even said mine. <laughs> okay, what's yours? Mine is Zoe Kravitz. Ooh. Too short. <laughs> <laughs> that girl, or Catwoman. Catwoman herself, Zoe Kravitz. She premiered in X-Men back in 2000. Rob, you going to have anything else to say about this? Um, I was thinking about maybe is it Alexis um what's the what's the what's the girl from Gilmore Girls? She was also she was also in Sin City. Alexis mom? No, not the mom. That's Lauren Graham. Um Alexis Beldell, Bedell. I shouldn't make fun of a Mark for fucking up names because I have just butchered all of them tonight. I actually had B L E D E L is her last name. I actually had Femke Jen- Jenison, who played Jean Grey in the original movie, as Mystique because 
Jensen because I I just remember how, she remember she was on a top from Goldeneye, <laughs> and she just such a bad good job as a bad villain in that character. I also placed her in the role for a mystique, but I thought that might be too much me of me not being very creative. So yeah, you're not creative at all. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go with Katie Cassidy. Yeah, I win again. All right, <laughs> you got like. Let me suddenly remind you. <laughs> I win again. Let me. Well, I haven't gotten a single freaking one, so. What? I haven't either. All right, Rob. Who's your Wolverine? Maybe you I, can win. I'm going with Oscar Isaac for that one. Mr. Poe from Star Wars. Okay, I'll go with that. I think that he's fucking ideal for it. I forgot actually about Wolverine. What? Yeah, I forgot that. This is the core of the Marvel Universe movies. It's the character Mark thinks shouldn't be in every movie now. Or no, that was Antoine who said that. Why I had, also? I had Jared Butler. Um, all right. I had Garrett Hedlund. What's he from? Tron and. Ooh, yeah. Country Strong. Tron. Hold on, I'm distracted. Gerard Butler. Yeah, Leonidas himself. Isn't he Can't a see him with fucking claws role? coming out of his heart. Isn't he a little tall for that role? Oh my god. We're worried about height here. You're the one. I giving... also had Luke Evans. Dude from The Hobbit. He's pretty ripped. He did that Dracula <laughs> movie. He did that bathtub scene. Woo! <laughs> this has been softcore porn corner with Show quitter Kim, Kim herself. Dude, However, dude I thought Gerard that movie was Butler terrible, is and I don't think two. I finished it. Gerard Butler is six two. Man, he'd be taller than anybody in the X Men. He'd be a great like Gambit. Yeah, I'm back with John Don't. Krasinski. It's Gambit. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's because I just said the Hobbit. I have Sebastian Stan as Ga- Gambit. Ooh, I love him. So who's our Wolverine, folks? Gambit wasn't in the fucking movie, okay? We're All right, so we'll Oscar go with... Isaac, God damn it. Oh, no, Robbie he doesn't look Canadian. What? What? What does that matter? He, you need to be look Canadian. Wolverine is Canadian, eh? Hey, I'm not going to question it. So I'll go with um, Gerard Butler. I'm yes. Sorry. Fuck all y'all. Kim? I've even, even looked at Oscar Isaac with a beard. Like, let me share my screen. This is ridiculous. But I think, what is Oscar? You didn't even look him up. Guatemalan. He's Guatemalan. And not as Wolverine. No, I don't see it. What? He's attractive. Yes, he is very. I mean, come on. You know these fucking people with their kids and their wives. You know he's fucking married. Fuck that. I'm done. Can't be married now. (laughs) Dear. No, not not if I like you. (laughs) I mean, look at this. You see some claws coming out of there. Oh my god. I rage quit. I rage quit. I don't think any of mine got picked either, Rob. I'm, I'm I'm over here on the island with Kim. Fuck your X-Men movie, Mark. It's a piece of shit. I'm not going to see it. Yes, you are. I'll go see Birds of Prey before I see it. Ew. He lives in Brooklyn. Who? Oscar Isaac. He oh, lives quit in stalking the man. Here's your fucking... Here's your fucking... He's woman. married. The 6'2 Wolverine. Man. All right. Lord Butler, you're going to have to do what you did with... Chris He's Evans mainstream. Chris Evans' body in uh, freaking Captain America. You have to CGI like three feet off his height. Real worried about people's height. You know what they say about tall people? They what can't act they like say? they're short. Who is saying that? 
Nobody ever. Your husband. Your husband just said that for the first time. You should bop him over the head. So who's the fucking Wolverine? Mark, you really didn't think hard about a Wolverine character? I really didn't, but I'll go with Gerard Butler. All right. Kim? God. I'm see with all my picks. All right, Jared Butler it is. All right. King Leonidas. 6-2 Wolverine. Good God. <laughs> I'm not going to let that go. All right, so our cast is Cyclops, Chris Pine, Jean Grey is Mika Kelly. Yep. Wolverine is Jared Butler. Storm is Zoe Zeldana. Rogue. Oh, we oh, got one pick. Rogue is Natalie Dorman. Dormer. Dormer, sorry. Excuse me. Sorry, Natalie. I know you're listening. Professor X is <laughs> 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 Patrick Stewart. Magneto is Ian Glenn. Uh, Sabretooth is between... Up to the listeners. Up to the listeners. Charlie Hoonan or Jason Momoa. Momoa! <laughs> Charlie Hoonan. <laughs> Mystique is Katie Cassidy. All right, Mark. So how are we basing the plot? What comics are we pulling for for this? Uh, we're going to pull this. This movie is going to be based off the Savage Land. Their first time going to the Savage Land, and then they're going to face Sauron. So for my Sauron, who's the main villain in the Savage Land, and the protagonist, the one of the good guys from the Savage Land is Kazar. And Kazar is Lord of the Jungle. And for Kazar, I cast Stephen Amell. You love you some Stephen Amell, man. I love Stephen Amell. And for Kazar, I casted William Defoe. All right. Okay. Can never go wrong with that. Kazar's ultra... Uh, Soran's alter ego is Dr. Carl Lycos. So. Welcome to the show, Carl. Yeah. All right, Mark. So what X-Men comics are these based off of? Um, X-Men Volume 1. Uh, I believe the first mentioning and first uh, view of it is back in X-Men um, number 10. That came out in March 1965. Nice. Going old school, sir. Yes. Soran first appeared in X-Men 59. Carl Lycos appeared in X-Men number 59, Sauron issue number 60. I am so effing good. I just completely thought of that from memory. I am so good. Oh, my God. I'm so good. Oh, my God. That's so humble. <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 that's something that's not brought up enough, I think. The, X-Men, the Savage Land is such a rich history and such a rich storyline. And I think that they should really touch up on that in the movies one day. Beautiful. Another question. What is this movie going to be rated? Rated R. I'm a fan of the rated R comic book movie. Rob? All those kids are going to be heartbroken. Yeah, that's man, fine. When Wolverine is slashing people, it's got to be... It's just like having the Venom movie not be rated R. That was, like, I'm, stupid. I'm fine with a rated R X-Men movie. It'll probably make it stand on its own. All right, so that is our X-Men recast. Cast and call, part two. Let's go back to the top ten comics, fellas. So, Mark, why don't you start it off? All right. So, so you remember six. we are on number six. So for my number six, I chose Avengers Volume 1, Issue 330. And really, not really that particular issue, but also Avengers Volume Four, Avengers One Fifty One, Avengers Two Twenty One, also Volume One. 
But particularly issue 330 is I love the Avengers issues where they choose a new lineup. Because in those particular issues, they have like over 20 characters in that particular issue. And although they narrow it down to seven, me as a fan, as a reader, I often say, oh, they need to have strength, firepower, intelligence, technical, like a person who is into tech, and a, a strong leader. And it's just like you have all these characters to choose from, and they, you just, and also to read the last letter page where all the fans write in and who they would set up, it's interesting to see what they come up with as far as the team, who you choose, and who other people choose. Because I would choose. I'd be like, why would they put this person and that person together? Or that looks like a team doesn't, it's all firepower. They need some strength in there. They need some intellect in there. They need, you know, so I, it, those issues, that particular issue, they were drawing up their charter and they were selecting a new team lineup as well as a new reserve team lineup. So that's one of my favorite issues. Okay. Rob, what do you got, man? So um, I went with the death of Jason Todd. Uh, that would be Batman. I actually went with um, Batman 129. So for a couple of reasons. One, I really... I, Jim Aparo is probably my favorite artist of all time. Like, I, he just... He is the Batman artist. I, I just... He's the reason he's that I... He's probably the artist that drew Batman on those whitey tidies that you saw back in the day. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, but he makes the gray and blue look good, you know? Like, he's just... And one of the things, like, he... The way he always drew Batman's cape, I just I just really like that. So I picked this one. Um, obviously, this is where uh, Jason Todd dies. I actually um, hated Jason Todd. Um, I would have voted to kill him. We've, uh, um, we've, we've discussed that multiple times. We have. have- any words for Jason Todd besides well, fuck him? Jason Todd. Ugh, whatever. So the thing that I liked about this issue um, is I liked the recap in the beginning. You know, Batman searching through the rubble and trying to find him. And I just really liked the um, kind of the playback of just how shitty Jason was to Bruce. Um <laughs> But I mean, I, I think you could pick this issue it's up. Shitty from day one when he stole the fucking rims off the Batmobile. Right, right, right. Exactly. I just think it's ah, fuck him. Like you probably could have like not read any of the uh, Batman books in the late '80s and then picked up this issue, and it would have made sense to you. Like you would have known kind of the highlights of, you know, him being picked as his second Robin. Um, and then obviously catching up where, you know, he's dead. So I, I picked that because of it's an iconic part in Batman's history. I actually equate the picture um, where he's carrying Robin to the um, Supergirl image in uh, yeah. Crisis. Absolutely. Like it, I think it's a very similar image. Um, so I picked this one because I think it's, Obviously, everybody knows Batman's my favorite character, but I think it was a it was a substantial, important moment in his history, um, like the death of his partner. Um, so that really kind of messed with his psyche for a little bit, 
and um, just some phenomenal artwork in this as well. Um, so that's that's my pick for number six. It's funny that you uh, you picked that issue because my number six is Batman six seventeen from the Hush series from when the end you thought it was Jason Todd. Mm-hmm. This series, I mean, they Hush did just come out there, with it. What's that? Hush is up there. That's like one of my top stories. I was super pissed with the animated the animated movie that they just did where they mm-hmm. changed the whole thing. I mean, the fuck? The rogues gallery in this this series is amazing, and it was really like you had no idea who the villain was until the very, very end. And th- this was, what, the first time Jason Todd was supposedly back in comics, but it wasn't really him? Right. But it, just the suspense where he's got um at the very end the last panel he had Tim Drake yeah and uh just to see him possibly you know with the red mask and the the dark black red robin uh outfit was just stunning it was amazing so this was obviously Jeff Loeb Jim Lee if you have even if you're not a Batman fan if you're just a a Jim Lee fan this is just i think this is his best I, I even think it's better than his X Men run. So, from I've got to go. Series. I've got to go back and reread Hush. It's like, I, I I'm ashamed to admit it, but I haven't read it since its first run. I mean, I've read oh, like the first two issues, but I've got I've got to go back and reread that. It's I just remember it being phenomenal. Yes. So this is Batman six seventeen from September two thousand and three. Jeff Loeb, Jim Lee. So that is my number six. All right, guys, so I definitely think that uh, we could use some listener input and as far as our recasting and uh, right into the show. And I'd like to thank uh, show cutter Kim for coming on again. Thanks, Kim. Sure. All come back, for Kim. What would you say, Rob? I said, come back, Kim. All right, until next time, I'm Rich. I'm Mark. I'm Rob. Thanks again for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. Bye. See ya. Thank you for listening to and supporting this RMR production.